fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word again. It's good to be with you. We thank God for His Word, and we're just going to get into the Word this morning. We want to talk more about knowing God, and we want to talk about today knowing God as Father. In our last episode, we talked about in Christian faith, God is known as the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And these three are one. We remember that Jesus baptized inside the water by John the Baptist. Something happened there. Heaven was opened and the Spirit of God came like a dove upon him and the Father spoke in heaven. And so the book of Luke 1038 says how God anointed Jesus of the Holy Spirit with the Holy Spirit and with power. So the Holy Spirit, Jesus and the Father, God, they're together as a team concerning our salvation. So if you're going to know God, we have to know God as the Father, as the Son, and as the Holy Spirit. Today, let's spend some time knowing God as Father. Father, all of us know that fathers are here or not, physical human fathers, the male part of our parents. But that's physical. And that physical may even overshadow and may cloud the real heavenly father. No matter what kind of father you've had, whether good or bad or ugly, they can never compare with the heavenly father. He's the perfect father. Let's hear what Paul had to say about him in chapter 3, the book of Ephesians, verse 14. It says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice that. It says, From whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. So, when you speak of Heavenly Father, we are talking about family. And family has to do with parents and children. And so, when you know God as just God, you're just part of his creation. But when you know him as father, you're part of his family. You belong to him. And you have rights and privileges and responsibilities in that family. You are seen as children. Jesus came with one purpose, to reveal the heart of the Father to us. God as our Father. And that we need to know and be aware of. That when you came to Christ, God became your Father. You are no longer just a creature or a servant or a slave. You are now a child of the Most High. You are the son and daughter of the Almighty. Praise God. And he said, for this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The word Father has to do with the source, has to do with origin, has to do with identity. And, and he said, I bow my knees. That means I surrender in authority. Everything in heaven and on earth and under the earth, they bow their knee to God as the source. The book, of Roman, the book of Romans chapter 11 says, Of him are all things, and through whom are all things, and unto him are all things. That means everything comes from the Father God. 
Everything is sustained by him and everything will find their fulfillment in him. Is the source, is the guide and the goal of everything. That's our Heavenly Father. Praise be to his name. Let's hear what James has to say more about this. and It's beautiful. He says this in chapter 1, the book of James, verse 17. He said, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of light with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Did you hear that? As the source is the source of every good and every perfect gift. And every good thing and every perfect gift has a source in him. And it's called the father of lights. And there's no variation in him or shadow of turning for a mighty father. He doesn't vary. He's not, you know, temperamental. He's not, you know, up and down. He's not moody. And there's no shadow of turning. He doesn't depict conflicting personality. He's not good and bad at the same time. He's not partly good or partly bad. He's the ultimate good. There's no evil. There's no darkness in him at all. A lot of us, you think James 1 says, of his own will, of his own volition, of his own desire, of his own choice, he brought us forth by the word of truth that may be a kind of first fruit of his, of his creatures. See, who have come to Christ, we have been brought forth as his children and we are having first place in all creation. Of course, the family will have first place in the heart of a good father. And the Heavenly Father has you as his family, as his first priority. Is the source of every good thing and every perfect thing. No wonder Jesus, when he was teaching, talking about the Father, this is what he has to say. In Matthew 7, listen to this. Verse 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive. And he who seeks, find. To him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there of you? Who, if his son asks for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? Now listen to verse 11. If you then being evil know how to give good gift to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Jesus puts the whole prayer business on father and family relationship. Prayer is just more than the creature begging the creator for some sustenance. Really, for us who are his children, prayer is God's children coming to the father. And he said, which one of you, if your son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? If he asks for fish, will you give him a serpent? You don't do that. Even if you are evil, you take care of your cheek, of your kids. He said, he said, if you then being evil know how to give good gift to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Jesus is saying, when you make God your father, be free to approach him. Come with your request, with the heart of confidence of a child coming to the father. That is very, very important. You have to see that in your life. You have to see that. You have to welcome that, that you are not just by yourself. You are actually a son of God. And the Father 
has bountiful supply for every need of yours. So there's no need to be sad and scrambling. Your heavenly father want to gift you, want to bless you, want to give to you good things to those who ask him. Will you come as God child to the throne? Or will you just stay on and worry about your life? Let's look some more about the place of God the Father in the life, knowing God as Father. If, if we don't get this clearly, we may have problem in living our life well. Many people live as if they are the source of their own life and they have to manage and tidy up their past, their present, and their future. Remember when you were very small in your father's house? That's one thing that was not part of your life. It was worry, anxiety, and concerns. Particularly if you grew up in a good home. You don't worry. You know that they'll be there for you. Take care of your needs. Now, listen. In chapter 5, the book of Hospital, verse 6. It says this, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exhort you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Whoa. Did you hear that? Casting all of your care on him, for he cares for you. If you are going to know God as Father, you must understand that your worries, your anxieties, your concerns are not fully your own. They belong to God, your Heavenly Father. Listen to this in Amplified Bible, which says it so beautifully. It says, verse 7 says, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on Him, for He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Oh, what a father. What a good, good father. What a great father. He said, he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. So, you can throw, you can cast, you can take all your worries, all your anxieties, all your concerns to him and you'll be glad to have them because he is our father, he is our source and he's very, very wealthy to take care of all our needs, not only material needs. You see, there's one problem in the world today. They are fatherless. They may call upon God, but they don't see God as father. And you, a child of God, a believer, God is your father. You are not abandoned. You are not left. You are not an orphan. You are not fatherless in this world we live in today. With all the craziness going on in the world, you can look up, just like Jesus said, Father, Father, Glorious Father, Righteous Father. This is important in our lives to know that we should not be carrying all our cares, all our worries, all our concerns. Only the fatherless do that. And those who don't, we are homeless. But we have a home in the heart of the Father. And we can always go to the Father and walk with Him. So we can see that the Heavenly Father is our source. And we want to have all our concerns, 
all our worries, all our cares, because He cares for us watchfully and affectionately. That will stop a lot of mental struggles and agitations. And peace will pervade your soul when you know that the one who is on the throne of the universe, the highest being in the universe, is your papa, is your relative. <laughs> Isn't that very interesting? Now, let's begin to round up on this. How do you now, what's your responsibility? In those are the privileges you enjoy. What's your responsibility toward God? And how do you live your life when you have a father? There's something about fathers. They train up their children. They are in charge. They have authority. Fathers carry every weight of authority on them. And so we need to learn how to respond to our father's authority. Let's read it. Chapter 1, the book of First Peter, verse 14. It says it too beautifully. I'll read to you the Amplified Bible. Live as children of obedience to God. Do not conform yourself to the evil desires that govern you in your former ignorance when you did not know the gospel. Now listen, verse 15. But as the one who called you is holy, you yourself also be holy in all your conduct and manner of living. For it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Now verse 17. And if you call upon him as your father, who judges each one impartially according to what he does, then you should conduct yourself with true reverence throughout the time of your temporary residence on the earth, whether long or short. Listen to me very carefully. Do you call him your father? Now, if your father, your father has particular character, he's holy. That means he's different, he's unique, he does not participate in sin. His love is eternal, absolute, and complete. Unrighteousness, injustice is not part of his doings. And you know what? Is also the judge of all the earth, and he will judge each one without partiality according to what that person does. That's, 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 that's very interesting. And so therefore we must conduct our lives in that sense. We must learn to rely on him as the one who is impartial and we must respect him. If God is our father, we must respect him. One more time, read it again. Now, in the King James Version of the Bible, chapter 1, verse 17, the book of First Peter. And if you call on the Father, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear. You need to fear. You need to reverence. You need to respect. You have lost the meaning of fear today. We, we think that it's bad word. It's not bad word. It's, it's, I mean, all of us over here, we have grown up in the house. We know that. The father has to be feared. I mean, he loves us. He cares about us, but we must highly respect him. We must not invite his anger. So the Bible says that we should not conduct and conform our life to our ignorant, former evil desires. That we should now begin to live a life that is holy and reflecting him. You know, any good family with a good father will not tolerate the children living against the character and the beauty of that family. The father usually maintains the standard. 
and our Father is the universal standard giver, our Heavenly Father. And He does not judge anyone partially. He will treat you according to what you do. So let's do the right thing. Let's work with Him in reverence and respect. Let's remember that our Father cares about us and He wants our best. And we must give Him our best regard, our best respect, and our best worship. He deserves it. He's the source of all things. He cares about us. And is the authority in the universe. Let's start working with him in that way as the Heavenly Father. Thank you for listening.